When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Gosh, I'm having so much fun with this. Am I being annoying? No one's told me I'm being annoying. Also, please don't because I need to protect my mental health around this time. And Liz. When you have filters, when you have Photoshop, when you have just like regular girls at your school looking flawless, that's a direct comparison. I never compared myself to a model. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And it feels good to be sitting down, Liz. This is actually our third podcast episode of the week we've been recording. Yeah, Thanksgiving really threw us for, for Yeah, a remind loop. us like not to take time off again because like it yeah. actually wasn't very relaxing because the way our schedule works, it's like we kind of screwed ourselves over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so yeah. So we're recording our third podcast for the week. But don't be fooled. It's still jam-packed as some might say mm, and yeah. there's a lot we're gonna do so happy I mean, to be it's, here it's, it's one of those things where it's like have we not run out of ideas yet you know we're coming up on our year yeah you know what i think about sometimes when we like record three podcasts in a week and then you still call me five times throughout the day i'm just like how do we not run out of things to talk about I like don't know. in general i don't know either probably repeat a lot of stuff <laughs> anyway I, we really don't repeat that much stuff no, I don't know. I just can't imagine like knowing less about your life. And it's weird how much less I know about Sydney and Grayson's life. Yeah. Yeah. And then like we've talked about this before. It's like Sydney and Grayson always know what's going on with me because I'm always posting on Instagram. I'm like, what are you guys up to? Yeah, it's it is weird when you like see your friends and you like have social media and then like they know every year you like try and tell them a funny story and they're like, yeah, I heard it on your podcast. And you're like, oh, OK, well, OK. It's just kind of strange. Yeah, it is kind of strange. But anyway, the episode today will be jam-packed. We're doing a little Starbucks taste drive. We have millennial words. I've got some, like I said, can't believe, I'm, can't believe I found industry news, but I found some. Yeah, you. it, it looks good, too. You sent me the headlines. Um, but I'd say we just get right into it. Um, and that's going to start with our millennial word, Let's, but it's actually not a millennial word. Ooh. And I'm excited to get into it. But before we do that, I want to thank today's sponsor, Uncommon Goods, the secret to avoiding boring, basic, and bland gifts this year. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. So whether you're shopping for your secret Santa, your husband, your family, or that like random person in your office that you don't know what to get, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Uncommon Goods has truly everything you can imagine and then everything you could never imagine. So that's a very good way to put that. It's just you never... If you're looking for a unique gift, if you're looking for something special, if you're looking for something to buy the person that you never know what to buy, start with Uncommon Goods. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date, which is awesome. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to UncommonGoods.com slash carpool. That's UncommonGoods.com slash carpool for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Thank you, Uncommon Goods, for keeping the millennials uncommon. 
Okay. No, I don't know if that made any sense. Um, anyway, so instead of just giving a word, I kind of want to talk about Gen Z and like what their characteristics are looking like they're going to be like yes. as they are becoming adults, as they're joining the workforce. I remember when we graduated college, dad would send us articles on like how to how to work with millennial, how millennials are in the workplace. And he'd be like, well, this is all about your generation. This is what you kids are doing. And it was very strange and weird. But now that I feel like now I'm now I'm curious. Now I'm on the other side of it and I'm curious to know what Gen Z's are like. Um what they're going to be like in the workplace. Just like, what are their general characteristics? No, I agree. Because like, there is going to be like, and sorry to break it to everyone, but like, there's a time where it's like, we're the old millennials in the office and like, there's new Gen Z kids. Yeah, exactly. I think we could already be there. Oh, 100%. Um, so I just wanted to, I found this article and I just wanted to list a few core characteristics, characteristics of Generation Z. So number one, diversity is their norm. So... Gen Z will be the last generation that is predominantly white. A slight majority of Gen Zers, 52% is white, 25 Hispanic, 14 black, 4 is Asian. Obviously, this is related to the United States. <laughs> that is so in- No, that is very interesting though. Yeah. So like it says for many Gen Zers, the backdrop of their early years included the country's first black president, the legalization of gay marriage. They are more likely to have grown up amid diverse family structures, whether it's a single single parent household, multiracial household, etc. Um so they are just diversity is what they are used to. Um Another characteristic, they are our first digital natives. So millennials were considered digital pioneers who bore witness to the explosion of technology and social media. Gen Z was born into a world of peak technological innovation where information was immediately accessible and social media was increasing. So Gen Z has never known a world, a life without cell phones. Yeah, that's interesting. Without social media, without the internet. Like even if... Even if we go, even if we've had it for so long, there was a time in our life where the internet, cell phones did not exist. Um, And they literally grew up with it. Um, They are pragmatic and financially minded. Financial mindedness. This is this one kind of surprised me. But financial mindedness is another core characteristics of Gen Z. Many Gen Z's watch grew up watching their parents take huge financial hits during the Great Recession. Having witnessed to their parents' struggles, the generation is driven by pragmatic pragmatism? Pragmatism? I don't know how to say the word. Insecurity. So, there's that. And, oh, this is kind of a sad one, but I think also important to note. Many factors contribute to their mental health challenges. So, mental health challenges are sad characteristics of gen z which have been referred to by as the loneliest generation which is sad as their endless hours spent online can foster feelings of isolation and depression i get that i get that more time spent on smartphones or watching netflix means less time spelt, spent cultivating meaningful relationships additionally many young people may fall prey to the compare and despair trap that social media presents i mean what's that all about that, that is, is the scariest so... that scares me the most of anything about like raising kids is social media like when they get to that age it it scares me because even i mean and you can say because like obviously um when we were kids like it was like thin as in it was Victoria's Secret models like we had all this but to me 
The Victoria's Secret model was never was attainable. Was a Victoria's Secret model. She was, she was the creme de la creme. I was never going to be a Victoria's Secret model. So yes. I didn't like compare myself in that way. When you have filters, when you have Photoshop, when you have just like regular girls at your school who are stunning and are maybe editing their photos and looking flawless, you're like, that's a direct comparison. Yeah. I never compared myself to a model. Well, and I also think it's just like so hard. I can't imagine being a kid and like you follow these people on your social media apps and like you see every time they're invited to something that you weren't invited to. Because like I remember in grade school, like yeah. sometimes you would find out you'd be like, oh, they must have all got together this weekend because they're talking about this inside joke. And like, yeah. tr- like I used to hate. I mean, I was like not like bullied in grade school by any means, but like I definitely I was like in between the popular girls and not the popular girls. Like I was not all the way in I was like in the middle which is sometimes the worst place to be because like I would get in high school or grade school grade school high school I like found my found my group but like in grade school it was like I didn't get invited all the time but I was like pretty good friends with like two of the popular girls like if those two girls did something but I wasn't friends with like super popular girls I was like in the middle yeah and mom and dad were strict like I wasn't allowed to go do just I couldn't yeah I couldn't go to everything yeah I remember I used to like hate Monday mornings because you would just like hear all the inside jokes of all things you weren't Mm -hmm. invited to and I just can't imagine like seeing that on social media it's i mean that's that's hard and i also think social media is hard for us to see you just like think that everyone's like happier than they are Mm -hmm. and it is the balance of like you don't you don't want to like and i feel like we have this balance too like i don't i'm not i don't want to just show you the highlight reel of my life but i also want to be protective of my own mental health and like what i want to share yeah and what i don't want to share and like yeah there's some days where I'll share a hard mom day, but I also don't want to share my kids having hard days because like that's I I don't no. feel good about that. I yeah. don't want to feel I don't want to like. And then you also just open yourself up to so much judgment if it's like every time whatever. So I don't know. I think the important thing to remember is it's like I think we need to find a balance of like social media being a highlight reel and knowing it's a highlight reel. Yeah. I think it's okay for it to kind of be a highlight reel. Like, I don't know, because I don't always think people need to go on and air their dirty laundry or like process things so publicly too. Like, sometimes that's fine if that's what you need to do. But I also don't know how healthy it is to... To broadcast every piece of your life To broadcast life every piece for everyone to see. And then like for you to seek validation from how many likes you get on this like vulnerable post. Like that I think is also unhealthy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that, honestly. Um, it's... I'm just really hoping like and I and I so feel for the kids who are going through it now and unfortunately the kids who are having to like and the parents who are having to figure out what this world looks like while their kids are going through it now I'm kind of hoping that by the time like your kids and my future kids like are of that age we will have kind of figured this out yeah seeing how like we did with the models and photoshop and victoria's secret and how we've like broken all that stuff down i'm hoping that that will be the case by then but man i it just breaks my heart for kids i think also like you have to give tyler and i talk about this a lot like i think i really want to give my kids a community and like I want to have be surrounded by f- by friends who I like who have kids my age, like family friends. I think family friends are so important yeah. because they're not necessarily your school friends, like the friends from your soccer team. It's just like these are my family friends. These are my cousins. Mm-hmm. These are my siblings. And it's like my people peers who and like you force them to get together. So it's like we're getting together with our family friends. Like I just really want to make sure I have good family friends for my kids that I also enjoy hanging out with the parents. So it's like we're two similar families who hang out a lot and like they feel like they if they're you know if their grade school friends suck well they have their family friends yeah you know 
I get that. We will see what happens. But anyway, those are some interesting things to know about Gen Z. Okay, I have like three little things on like a little driveway dump. Do you want to like hear oh, it? Oh, yeah, or no? sure. Okay. Um, speaking of like influencers and social media, let's talk about Macy Blackwell. I love Macy Blackwell. If you guys don't follow Macy Blackwell, Macy, what is she? It's Macy Blackwell is an influencer who just takes any recipe on Pinterest, cleans her kitchen, puts on a cute yeah, outfit. Probably just a part of her kitchen, honestly. On, cleans a part of her kitchen, sets up a camera, gets a cute outfit on, does her hair and makeup, and then like makes a holiday snack. She has a lot of home decor. She does a lot of um, food related stuff. She sometimes does fashion. I honestly like don't even watch her stories. I'm only here for the content and I don't even turn the audio on when I watch her content because you don't no, need to. So I just, it just went on for a second. You, um, she creates like literally not even 30 second long videos and she's so good. She's doing the most. It's she's just always like, up to something. I honestly don't know if I'll take anything that I've learned because like some of it's like, well, yeah, babe, like I'm just like not making like a donut tree. Like I just don't have that kind of event. But like, it's just, I just, like, I'm just inspired by her. She's like, she's almost like a, uh, motivational account for me because i'm like because like, wow, wow, wow. i haven't posted a reel in three weeks she posted three today it's incredible no it is incredible and that's something about not that being a content creator is, is a hard job because it's a lot i think easier and more flexible than a lot of other jobs but like sister's working oh you have to put in the work you you have to and put the, in the hardest work. part is being consistent yeah i'd like to know how are our micro influencers doing i'm checking in on them oh yeah yeah, yeah. how's it going guys? micro influencers how are you yeah amazon full transparency amazon's changed their commission structure it's not quite what it was no 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 get on like to know it get on, if like, you, to get know on it. like to know it mm. amazon is you know like they have that live platform yeah and they're trying to focus all and their they're trying and the they're like platform. prioritizing their creators through their live platform and nothing against it like we tried it was just like it's too much work no it was it was let's just talk about it i think let's talk about it let's just talk about it we did the amazon trial for their their live thing um and there was like a certain certain threshold you had to meet i don't even remember like what the minutes was like 400 minutes or something no that's youtube i don't know there's like a certain threshold that is four hours a month wasn't it four hours a month yeah yeah um of going live on amazon if you've never seen the live on amazon it's like a qvc basically right um and we could not meet the threshold because it was exhausting and so like if you do it so like they like paid you like a flip like they paid you a flat fee spoiler alert we never even got paid the no because we, we missed it we did we did it we we hit the threshold the first month and we couldn't do it the second month and we didn't get paid. and we didn't get paid and you know why it's because so you have to like sit there and be like and now here's my amazon beauty product that i like or here's this and which here's we that. thought it would be easy because we like a lot of amazon it, products and it it is the problem really i think comes down to the fact that you talk too fast elizabeth i couldn't agree more i'm like kelly like talk about it a little longer no, and sometimes we do these ads and they're like we want a 60 second reel and i'm like i no <laughs> i i can't. we're we're efficient girls because i just it was really really difficult so anyway what i'm like gathering is like so then they're they're creators who do the Amazon live platforms, then they're on a different commission structure than everyone else. Cause I'm telling you, like the Amazon commission used to be at like 10%. And last time I checked, like certain things were at three percent. Yeah. Which is like whatever. Like I don't like again, like affiliate links like aren't like a huge part of our business. So like whatever. Yeah. But 
that was money we worked so oh it works god it was such a pain <laughs> but and you know what i even did one because i was like I'll, I'll talk about my favorite amazon beauty products like whatever um because they didn't care about they didn't care about the views they didn't care about the sales it's like you, you just have to talked go about, you could have talked about one product for 45 minutes and that would have been fine but it was just it just felt it, i kind of gave me the ick it felt very It kind of gave me the ick too, which again, I don't know why necessarily because like I have no problem linking those things in my stories. It's like, no, I use this item. But then it was just like, well, then what do I talk about? So then you felt like, well, do I just need to get more items so then I can like fill the time? Because you're right. I think I just... And we tried that once because we did the sis- sisters dress me all and in. we all bought stuff off Amazon and oh my Ugh, gosh, it was, it. there was clothes everywhere. Hated it. Some of the stuff you didn't like or didn't fit. So then I had to go and return all of it, which was a pain in the butt. It was just like crazy. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway. It is crazy. We're living and learning, though. Yeah, we are. And that was just like, I think also we're just like influencers who have. We have a lot of platforms so like we have a pretty successful podcast the spotify raps have been very mm-hmm. encouraging and we mm-hmm. got like our data back we were in the top one percent of shared podcasts it's crazy it was in the top like five percent of all podcasts or something it's like it was like like what's like a podcast <laughs> like yeah. it's like kind of a thing yeah so that was interesting and we have youtube and the blog and then the instagram so it's just like we don't need that platform i don't know guys anyway anyway that was a long tangent. <laughs> Opening up the curtain. Was that even on my driveway dump? Oh, yeah. No. Macy Blackwell. Oh, Macy Blackwell. <laughs> Macy Blackwell's not doing Amazon no. lives, though, because she's but busy. Macy Blackwell is doing the most, and she inspires me, and I'm encouraged by her. And this is nothing... Like, the influencers who do the Amazon lives, they do a good job. I'm just... T- like, uh, JoJo Fletcher, she does one. Kyle Richard from The Real Housewives, she does it. Well, yo, I know how much... Mother could I, does I it. I know what, how much work it is. So, like, they are putting in the hours. They're putting in the time. And they're making it look so easy. They're like, hey, come on and join me on Amazon Live. We're going to be doing this stuff. I'm like, okay. And I just... I think it is... I just talk too fast. And I hate fluff. Like, yeah. I just, I've always hated fluff. Yeah. Like, if when we wrote our course, our course is, like, shorter, I think, compared to other courses. But that's because I'm like, can we cut this sentence? And they're like, one that, of, one like of, that's a transition. It's a transition. <laughs> one of Kelly's biggest pet peeves is when someone takes too long to tell a story. Mm-hmm. You're like, I know how the story's going to end. Can you just, like, don't give me the... Don't need the scenic route. Yeah. I just want... Get to the point. <laughs> I want my points. Okay. No one's working harder than Macy Blackwell. Check. Um, Waking up at 4 a.m. That's what I've been doing lately. Okay. That's a huge pregnancy symptom of mine is the insomnia. Waking up at 4 a.m. is the absolute worst time to wake up at. Because what oh. do you do with 5 a.m.? Get up. Yeah, get up. 3 a.m., you have to go back to sleep. 4 a.m., scroll your phone till 5 a.m. and then get up. Right. And then you're exhausted. Right. And then you lost an hour of productivity. Yeah. So hey, what do you think? Can you can you get up? Can you just get up at 4? Well, that's what I need to start doing. Like, so Because like it's taken me several 4 a.m. wake-ups to realize it's like, I could have got up because my kid, my kids wake up early. My kids are up at five thirty some mornings. Yeah, but if I would have got up at four, I could have like done things. And I'm not here's the thing: I'm already exhausted by the end of the day. So what's the difference? What's an extra yeah. hour? Get up and do a load of laundry. Mine is, and then scroll on your phone. But like, do one productive thing. Do get up, do one productive thing at four a.m. If you get up yeah. at four a.m. though, my hot take: it's just time to get up. I don't think you can go back if you have kids. If you can like sleep until eight, yeah, you have four hours. But like, if you're already gonna get woken up at six, get up, okay. get up at four. Okay, last thing I wanted to say is I've been telling Elizabeth Elizabeth about this and it's kind of like not really a tip at all, but it's something that I've been doing in my personal life that I think is one of those like obvious things that I think people need to hear. Okay. Do you know what I'm going to say? Is it about you're doing something for yourself? My one thing a day? Yeah. 
Okay, so I was listening to this podcast, and I don't think this is how this person meant it, but this is how I took it. Okay. Because <laughs> he was talking about business and entrepreneurship, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I kind of got that under control. But my personal life is a train. It's a mess. Not yeah. my personal life. Like my household tasks. Yeah. Just build up. It's like the pay that medical bill, schedule this appointment, do this. So I made a list on my phone. I love using the notes app on your iPhone. It's like very good. Mm-hmm. You can share it with people. Not that the people you share it with might not read it, no, Elizabeth. So, but if I had ever read your notes, Kelly wouldn't have the driveway dump. So aren't we thankful for where we yeah, ended we up? Yeah, we are. Because it's like kind of a big pillar of our content. Now. <laughs> so anyway, I made this list of all my priorities. So like, let me just like read you like some of my personal priorities. Okay. okay. Christmas cards. Decorate for Christmas. Oh, I did that yesterday. Um, order my breast pump through insurance. Take the donations. Bring up the baby boxes. Pay mercy bill. It's just like these like little things. Okay. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. So this guy was like, again, he's talking about business and like, you know, making it on a multi-million dollar business. He goes, pick one thing a day and make it a priority. You can get other things done, but pick one and that's your priority. When you wake up in the day, that's the number one priority. Everything else that happens is extra after that. So I've started doing that in my personal life. Mm-hmm. I'm on like day five of it and I have accomplished five things. Congrats. Thanks. That's huge. So today I'm going to try to order my breast pump through insurance. Okay. Because I like ordered one through George. Yeah, that's just like such a like. Well, it's like, where's my insurance insurance card? What's the website? website? What's the login? What even breast pump am I getting? I don't know. Do I like breast pumps? I don't know. I use a hand pump a lot, but like insurance. You you can buy breast pumps through insurance. Oh, you get one for free. How much are breast pumps regularly? Like $300, $400. What? Yeah, you get one. Breast pumps are $300? Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, and like those wireless ones that like everyone's talking about, those are like so expensive. Wow. So anyway, I had a Medela breast pump with George. I'm not like the biggest pumper in the world because I hand pump. Love the hand pump. Um, And then I don't normally breastfeed after like six months. I don't know what I'm going to do this time. I'm not putting any pressure on her. But I want to get, I think I'm going to get the Spectra. I think that's like what I should be getting. So I'm going to order it just so uh-huh. I have it because it's why not? Insurance yeah. will cover it. They'll cover one for every pregnancy. Okay. And I didn't do it with Hattie. Oh. I think. I haven't done it since 2019. And I have different insurance. So again, that's why but it's on my list. To... Because it's like, here it is. It's yeah. like so much headspace. I don't know. So like, that's my priority. So as okay. you can see, the fact that I've completed it at 2.30 today, haven't even touched it in 32.30. I have to pay my kids a bit for. Yeah, that's, you have a lot to do. A lot to do. So anyway, that's my driveway dump. <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay, Liz, and are you ready for our advice segment? Yeah, I love the advice segment. Okay. I love giving unwarranted advice, unsolicited advice on people's Well, I lives. think it's solicited because they wrote in. But yeah. it's also like, who, who are, who we, are to, we? Who are we to say? But if you want our opinion. Hey, Kelly and Liz, love the content and the vibes. I need advice from both of you about kids at birthday parties. We are in a weird crossroads of life where half of our friends and family has kids and half don't. Our friends that don't have kids feel obligated to go to parties and we want to invite them, but we all just get the vibe it would be best left to the people with kids and their families. We've attended several daycare friend parties and it's just awkward. I don't want to do that to other people either. The kids are all young, five and under, and I don't have many friends of their own to invite and the kids don't have many friends of their own to invite yet. As parents, we want our friends there as they are part of our kids' lives, but we can tell it's just not really working. What do you guys do? What do you guys and your friends do for kids' birthday parties when they are young? Small family only? Friends and family? Invite kids from daycare? I'm not sure what's normal. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I feel like... For, I don't have a lot of friends. I think that people have way more friends than me. For me, I'm in the stage where, obviously, I will always go to Kelly's kids' birthday parties. Um, and then... 
Maddie's sister has three kids and I feel like they've always got birthday parties going on and Maddie and I often are like the only ones there without kids um granted it's fine because they're like our our niece and our nephew that feels different if my friend I don't really have any friends that have kids right now so I'm trying to put myself in those shoes if my friend invited me to their kids birthday party and uh, and it was in St. Louis I don't know would I go I wouldn't, honestly. I here's a thing. I wouldn't go. I don't think you need to invite them because they aren't your kids' friends, especially like five. Like your kids, your kids have friends. Like invite that group of people. Foster those those relationships. You can foster your your friends' relationships in other ways. But yeah, I agree with that. I think you're just kind of like doing everyone a favor, and also like I think it's okay if they're your friend to say like, "Hey, we're having a birthday party." Just a bunch of kids from daycare. If you want to come, great, but like no obligation at all. I think that's totally fair. And then they can make the decision from there. Um, I, for as long as possible, I only do family at my kids' parties. I just do my siblings and Tyler's siblings and Tyler's, some of Tyler's sisters have kids. Those those kids come and I invite one of my friends. I don't invite the daycare kids. I mean, I might like when George... And Hattie, if Jordan and Hattie want their friends there, I will invite their friends. But also maybe. I just, I like it being a family party. So family I like, and family friends. I I would say I just do family and I do one friend. Sometimes. Yeah. Because you guys have kids of, of similar age. Yes. I don't, I don't think it should be this. I would never invite I don't think it needs to be this big thing where it's like, she didn't invite me to her five-year-old's birthday party. I would just say, hey, I'm having and a birthday. And if that is the case, you need to cut that girl out. Let me tell I you something right say, now. I would just say, hey, I'm having a birthday party for my five-year-old. We're freaking going to do a pinata of Elsa and eat cake. Do you want to come Do you want to come to that on a Saturday at three o'clock? See, I feel like as soon as you say that, then they're like, oh, then they feel like they have to go. I don't care uh, how many times. I feel like I could so be open, open, with, my, open with my friends. Yeah. I vote you don't invite them. I vote you keep it friends and family. Yeah. Okay. And I wouldn't invite the daycare kids either. Sorry, hot take. Okay, Kel, people can... They're five years old. They they're have, asking for my advice. They have... Those kids have friends. Mm. I think you need to widen your circle a little bit. I know. My circle <laughs> small. Uh-uh. That's not true. I just like my... Don't, uh, don't invite your friends. Invite your kids' friends. It's for your kids. Okay. Um, well, we have all these Starbucks sitting in front of us that look delicious. So let's get into like our Starbucks taste drive. But before we do that, we have to thank the sponsor of the taste drive. And that is Mom Water. We love Mom Water. Because when you're not drinking cocktails, you're drinking coffee. But if we were drinking cocktails, we'd be drinking Mom Water. That we would. Mom Water is the best canned cocktail that drinks like water. It is. Say it again. Drinks like, like water. water. It is in a can. It is non-carbonated, but it is a vodka water based cocktail Think like spiked spa water it is spiked spa water and it is so unique and so different and so good and they are blowing up they're expanding all over the country so go to their website check out and see if they are anywhere near your state because they are constantly blowing up yeah my favorite flavor like my favorite flavor is probably the Karen, which is like a lemon blueberry, but they have a seasonal flavor called the Carol, which is a cranberry lime. And I mean, not that I've been like enjoying them, but it mom says it's delicious. Yes. But um, I can say the Karen is delicious because I've had that pre-pregnancy. Yes. Yeah, so mom water is just the drink to try. Um, get it for the holidays. Try it with the girls. Bring it to your holiday party. 
and it's very unique and if you need a break from like the seltzer bubbles definitely check it out we've been fans of mom water for a very long time we were like we're kind of like kind of like one of like the first taste rides we ever did because it's called mom water like say less and it's delicious so mom water is um giving any carpool fans 20 percent off their merch site oh and their merch is cute car code car mom 20 so car mom 20 you get 20 percent off their merch site okay elizabeth are you ready for like the ultimate starbucks taste drive i am so excited this is my feel like my favorite segment we do ditching the drive through <laughs> we did not this is no. what 40 dollars, 41 dollars in starbucks looks like um you know it's what she five co- drinks and, and three you know pastries when they asked for a tip i said yeah because here's well, why this is a lot of work and i said what else what are the holiday things what are the off menu holiday like i'm just like oh. what, are, what so what are the drinks so um they tr- they were they were trying to shove more down me they're like do you want the fall ones i'm like no 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 no. so we did do this for fall though but we ordered every hol christmas holiday drink you can and pastry you mm-hmm. can get from starbucks at the moment and we're gonna try them to let you know what's worth getting and what you can skip uh, this is gonna be okay i know what that is okay, okay. oh you're trying to figure them out well because they like didn't write down the whole name so i'm just like trying to figure out what everything is okay well, we could probably pull up the menu to no, figure I got out. It. I got it. Oh, it's like I can like it's like it's like this one's T S T D W M. Right. So what toasted is that? white mocha. Oh, toasted white mocha. So we have a toasted white mocha. We have a chestnut praline latte. We have the classic peppermint mocha. We have this like almond sugar cookie one. Oh, I've had that one. That one's really good. And oh, then but we it's, have it's cold? a caramel brulee latte. Okay. I'm so excited. So there's four and hot ones and one. The, the This was how it was displayed on the menu, the iced, the sugar cookie one. So that's okay. how I did it. Okay. And then for the pastries, we have the chocolate pistachio swirl, the cranberry bliss bar, and the sugar plum danish. Which the girl was like, you need to get the sugar plum. Like She's like, that's the best one. I don't one. even know what sugar plum is. So it just seems like a buzzword around the holidays. <laughs> it's literally such a buzzword. All it's right. all buzzword. Where should we start? Should we start with the drinks? Yeah, let's start with the hot drinks because okay. like it was like 20 minute drive to your house. So I think yeah, we should yeah. start with that. Okay. And so what are we, are we going to give it like, do you want to give it like a one to 10 as soon as we taste it? Yeah, like a one to 10, I'd say. Okay. So is this it is, worth it? This is the caramel brulee latte. Okay. It's a treat. It's not to me. I'm not like that's not my morning cup of coffee. No, like, that is a dessert that. So I think that's what we need to look at it as because it's it's way too sweet to be a cup of coffee. But like it's not sweeter than like a hot chocolate. No, it's not. Um, I always with these holiday drinks, I always order it on the app and I always take the syrup that they add and knock it down from four to two because to me, they always add too much syrup. Yeah. So it's very caramel. I'm getting really only caramel out of it. I'm getting a caramel hot liquid. It's like a hot caramel. It's not a hot cocoa. It's a hot caramel. It's a hot caramel. Um, I don't. It's a little one note for me. Don't love. It's one note. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Yeah, I wouldn't order that. I I and you know what? And I wouldn't even like try and adjust the syrup and everything. No, I don't think it's. I also think I like caramel to dip my apples in. I like a caramel, a iced caramel macchiato. I don't think I like hot caramel as a flavor. I'm just not that into it. Yeah, I just took another sip. It is. It's hot caramel. You need to be careful with your sips because we're going to get a stomach ache and then we're not going to be able to do okay, it. Well, I just had to confirm. OK, let's do the classic peppermint mocha. So I've been getting peppermint mochas, for, as you know, from my whole my hometown Hallmark yeah. coffee shop. Yeah. They make a good peppermint mocha. OK, so I my box is kind of like the original peppermint mocha. Though. My bar is high. OK, it's a good drink. It's it's so good. It's so I mean, it's so it's a hot chocolate. Honestly, it's hot. 
May, honestly, I'd like to know what a hot chocolate peppermint with peppermint is because if it's I, cheaper, it, it get that. has to be that. Because yeah. there's not an ounce of mocha. I'm not tasting any coffee. I am tasting peppermint. It tastes like a thin mint. It's so good. A liquid thin mint in the best to way. To me, that's a 9 out of 10 for what it is. Again, it's not my daily coffee. What I'm not no. it, it kind of has, but I'm going to be honest with you. But well, because it doesn't have as much caffeine right. in it, too, I'm sure. But like that for a hot treat of a beverage, that's it. I would that's agree. It. That is fantastic. OK, let's do the toasted white mocha. So that's milk. I like it. No, I like it, but it's milk. Again, like none, I'm not tasting any coffee. No, there's no coffee in, in any these. of these. It's um. I used to get something like this back when I was like 15 and calories didn't count in Starbucks for me. Um, it was like a vanilla bean latte. That's what it tastes like. It's very good. I like that better than the caramel. They have a, Starbucks has a good vanilla because I, I like their vanilla flavor. Yeah. So like all three of these are not coffee. They are a you're going to go look at Christmas lights. And so and like you, you want- get your kids a hot chocolate and you want to get something. I would go. I mean, we haven't finished them all, but like so far, pepper mocha, white mocha. mocha caramel yeah and it's not like you would not get these with a sugar plum danish because you would literally like have a sugar shock it's like a one or the other um but i will rate i'm gonna rate that one like eight out of ten i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a six out of ten i didn't like it that much i think it's really nice. okay chestnut praline this is our last hot one oh 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 praline come through that's lovely what is that these are so much better than the fall ones what's a chestnut and what's a praline don't know i don't but like know. that's kind of that's the only one that kind of tastes like coffee so far okay i am gonna give that what did i get the peppermint mocha a nine out of ten i'm gonna give first of all peppermint mocha is a ten out of ten i don't know why i said that i'm gonna give that an eight and a half out of ten i'm gonna give this one a nine out of ten that is maybe very a nine good. out of ten it's like it's it, really it, good it's kind of giving latte or it is a latte, so you're kind of like tasting the milk, but then like the flavor profile you're getting is kind of like an extra spice, like a no. It's it's mo- like it, a sweet. Unlike spice. the caramel brulee, it has multiple notes. So it does have multiple. That's notes. the chestnut praline. Yeah, chestnut praline is very good. Okay, now let's do this little. Sh- this is a sugar, sugar cookie, cookie almond, almond milk latte shaken, or blonde espresso. So I've gotten this one hot, and I really liked it hot. Yeah. I mean. Eh. It's not bad. Um, I liked it better hot. I don't know if it's because like some of the ice is. It looks like it had like it had sprinkles, uh, sprinkles, on. In but it. like kind of in a moronic way, Liz. But like they literally just topped it with sprinkles. It yeah, was just like why. And then like then the sprinkles. It also looks like a lot of stuff has sunk into the bottom. It's so all the sprinkles. It it doesn't make sense with sprinkles on it on a cold drink. Um, without like whip, like it, it's only yeah, whipped it cream whip. and then sprinkles. It was like it's just like they gave you these like red and green sprinkles and then now they've turned brown. Yeah, that one's not very good as ice. As hot, I've had it before. I really liked it as hot. It, but I think it had oat I think it was the oat milk one actually. I'm just I think like they didn't give you that one. So I ordered No, I ordered I ordered it off the menu. But on the app it says, "Oh, yeah, sure, hooking almond milk latte." Yeah, no, I ordered okay. off the menu. Um, but t- it's so hot on here. Anyway, anyway. T- I think you could get it hot too, but I just I, didn't I would know. get that one hot. I wouldn't get any of these. Well, cold. hindsight I should have got it hot so we would have just had like a better comparison, but I think what I've learned is peppermint mocha still smacks, but don't be sleeping on the chestnut praline. Okay, I'm gonna let you drink the peppermint mocha. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, just gonna take it I'm home and say it for tomorrow. The chestnut praline. Oh yeah, I don't want the other two. We can give them to Maddie. Okay, are you ready for dessert? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, give um, me that co- iced coffee back because I'm gonna oh. need a little something to drink in between these. Okay, 
So, I've never had any of these, which is me neither. I've never even heard which of any the cranberry one. bliss bar in the Danish. They've been around last year. I just it's so hard for me not to get a cheese Danish at Starbucks. So maybe I'll like this sugar plum. I'm one. sure you will. Well, let's end with the sugar plum. Okay. Let's start with one I'm least excited about, which is the chocolate pistachio swirl. They said it's like a chocolate pistachio cinnamon roll. Well, it is called the chocolate pistachio swirl. So, so that tracks. Yeah. So it's a cinnamon roll without the icing, which is it's the best so part dry. of the cinnamon roll. I, and I, I went to the middle. That's an absolute skip. It's so dry. It's disgusting. Uh, I don't think it's disgusting, but it is a little dry. I don't get any chocolate either. It's not good. It's like the, it tastes like the worst cinnamon roll I've ever had. Yeah, it's a disappointing cinnamon roll. Okay, let's try the cranberry bliss bar. Oh, well, what do you rate that one? A zero out of ten? Um, or I did two out of ten. I rated a one out of ten. Okay. Oh, that's cranberry good. bliss bar is very good delightful a very de- good it's a delightful texture it's like this thick layer of like a yummy cream cheese icing with like a nice little scony it's delicious it's got yeah good texture good moistness and also like with the cream cheese on top it's kind of like heavy but like the cranberry and it kind of tastes like almost like an orange yeah scone it's kind of under cranberry orange it's like kind of light <laughs> with the fruit yeah it's very good with like the three cranberries on it. It really like lightens it up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, no, but it does. It's a good. It's something different. It's like not your typical like Christmas flavor. But you know, like like I said in the last episode, like you can have cranberries year round. Like that's why we're making Gao sherbet for Christmas. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like the cranberry. I give that a far. seven out of ten. Yeah, I I give a seven out of ten. Okay. All right. So now we're gonna do the sugar plum Danish. It's pretty. I very much enjoy that. That's, it was it was very good. I think you're more of a cheese Danish girl than I am. I am. That's my kind of pastry right there. I think I like the cranberry bliss bar more than that. So I'm actually going to change the cranberry bliss bar to an eight out of ten, and that can be a seven out of ten because I did seven and a half. I did really enjoy it. I just don't think I personally would go back and get that again because I'm not a cheese Danish girl. For a pastry, that's as good as I. That's. I mean, I'm going to give it a nine. Like for a pastry, like that's the pastry for a I would Starbucks order. Starbucks pastry too. It's like the quality of that like sugar plum on it. It it is very good. Yeah, that's delicious. Okay, yeah. I feel good. That was a, that was significant. Okay, first of all, winter drinks over fall drinks, hundred percent. Yeah. What are we going to do this spring and summer? Do they even have spring drinks? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. I know like they was like summer refreshers. We could do one of those. But what do they do for the spring? What could they do for the spring? I don't know. What don't is know spring? Either. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, that's our taste drive. Anyway, that's our taste drive. So go get yourself some Starbucks holiday treats. Tip if you want or don't. It's up to you. Okay. So speaking of Christmas and being the holiday season, um, Kelly has been recently discovering christmas movies and the joy that comes with them so um we watched falling for christmas and then we did a little recap on it so once a week until christmas we're going to announce a christmas movie to watch and then we'll recap it on the next episode so um the next one we're gonna watch is a christmas prince which you can find on netflix so i'm gonna read you the synopsis really quick please so In the lead up to Christmas, a young journalist is sent abroad to go undercover to get the scoop on a playboy prince who is destined to be king. What? Yeah. And also there's like three of these. There's a Christmas prince. Ooh, looks like it gives stuff away. The first one's a Christmas prince. The second one is Christmas prince, a royal wedding. The second one is Christmas prince, a royal baby. (laughs) So I think we know how it (laughs) is. But Christmas prince is what we're going to watch. 
on oh. Netflix. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, and if you don't want to watch it, like I feel like you don't have to, and I think we can just recap it for you. Yeah, we can just like hit the hot buttons. So I thought I brought up some good some good discussions. The last recap, like how men shouldn't be wearing Christmas jammies. Yeah, I would agree. I'm not still not sure how that's been received, but I stand by what I said. Yeah, me too. Okay, before we get to industry news, do you want a little baby name hint? Yeah, let's hear it. Gosh, I'm having so much fun with this. Am I being annoying? No one's told me I'm being annoying. Also, please don't because I need to protect my mental health around this time. Yeah. Um, I can. I'm going to give you an. Do you want to hear what everyone thinks the name is? You keep saying what it's not like. You need a <laughs> hint. That's like an actual hint and not just uh uh. it's not this. Because <laughs> like, like, everyone the, thought it was Walter. Let's let's review the clues. I said that it has an E in it. It's not Henry. It's not Theodore. It's not, it's not Walter. Walter. Those are the, the only clues you've given. So you're going to give more. It's not this <laughs> clue. Well, I'm seeing the same guesses over and over and over again. And I said, think farm. I said, think farm. OK, so what are the guesses since you said think farm? Eugene. Eugene. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the number one. Oh, come on. Guess guys. that I've gotten. And I will say the clue is it's cuter than Eugene. Is it not? <laughs> Why did you just look at me like that? No, it is definitely cuter than Eugene. <laughs> Baby Eugene. No, it's definitely cuter than Eugene. It's definitely cuter than Eugene. Yeah. But it's but that's a that's a vibe though. Wouldn't you say? I'm trying to think if it's cuter than Eugene or if I've just like grown to find it to be cuter than Eugene. Eugene is not a cute name. Elizabeth. No, Eugene's not a cute name. It's like <laughs> This name is cu- this name is cute. It's like names you can never imagine as a baby. Like they always say, like who has a baby Gary or like a baby Eugene or like <laughs> the, the example is always like baby Craig, <laughs> like our brother. Anyway, um, is that your so that's your hint? It's it's not Eugene and it's cuter than Eugene. I do you want me to give another hint? Yeah, I think you should. Okay, it's a name that has a nickname. Okay, and so it's an it's a, so like H- Hattie's real name is Harriet. Yeah, Elizabeth. Real Liz's real name is Elizabeth. Yeah. So it's a name that has a nickname. That has a very obvious shortened version of it. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Well, it's like Elizabeth Liz. Like Harriet Hattie is not an obvious nickname to me. Okay. But like Elizabeth Liz. Okay. Say less. Isn't this, don't don't be spoiled. Okay. I, okay. I don't like that you just gave that bombshell. I think it's like so obvious. <laughs> Kelly, now. it's not obvious. Oh my gosh, you're crazy. Um. But I'm not like like I don't. No, I'll only call him the nickname. Like I like, I like the, I like the full name too. Okay, then let's just stop talking about it. <laughs> also, what if I change my mind? <laughs> you won't, because you've already committed to an Etsy project. <laughs> okay, once it's sh- written in Etsy, it's done. I know. Well, hmm. okay. Industry news. Industry news. Industry news. So here's the problem. Hmm. We got the invite to the Chicago Auto Show. And I always like to give a man. I always like to give a shout out to a manufacturer who recognizes our talent, and that was Nissan. Nissan invited to fly us Nissan out. Nissan always recognize. Nissan recognizes real. Doesn't mean like I'll give you a nice review, like go watch my Armada review, <laughs> but it does mean I will give you a shout out on my mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Nissan's like, but also Nissan's flying out all the journalists, so it's not like we're special, but we are on the journalist list, which is a step in the right direction. Which is a step in the right direction. Bummer about the Chicago Auto Show is it's February eighth. And I'm due January 29th. And I just don't think I can go. I think you're going to have the baby earlier. If I was six weeks postpartum, I'd bring him. I'd bring him. I'd bring mom. We'd tr- we'd, we'd trek on up there. It's like, if I'm only going to be, I can't do it if I'm going to be two. 
I can't do that to the baby either. Like just disrupt yeah. him from his home like that. Yeah. But but once but he the heard car, but, but the car but, that's going to be there. <laughs> but once he heard that the 2024 Grand Highlander is coming in February 2023, I feel like he could change his mind. Here's what we have. First of all, before we get started, Industry News is brought to you by Edmonds. Thank you so much to Edmonds for sponsoring the show. You guys know I love Edmonds and all of their amazing tools they have to help make car buying just a little bit easier. Edmonds has over 50 years of trusted car shopping advice and price guidelines all in one place. If you're shopping for new, if you're shopping for used, they can provide you with some accurate pricing information to empower you at the dealership. Edmonds unbiased research reviews and industry experts help empower car shoppers to make the best decisions. They also have a ton of other free online tools to help you compare vehicles, dealer quotes, and help you figure out budgeting and financing. Plus, they have an amazing trade appraisal tool where you can get an accurate trade appraisal in just minutes without giving away any personal information. Car shopping can be over but Edmonds is here to help. Go to edmunds.com slash appraisal to see what your car is worth. That's E-D-M-U-N-D-S dot com slash appraisal to find out what your trade is worth. Edmonds, they drive it like it is. Not only is it, not only are they sponsoring all of the industry news, um, they're also the hard-hitting journalists who are bringing you our first story. Okay. So this is from Edmonds, because you know they're always out here doing the most. December 1st, 2022, they're pumping out this kind of content. The 2024 Toyota Grand Highlander is coming in February 2023. The Grand Highlander is a new nameplate for Toyota. It will be a more luxurious version of the current Highlander. It will offer more interior space in a hybrid powertrain, too. Toyota has been in aggressive mood lately, and it's expanded its lineup with the all-new Crown, ew, the new GR Corolla, and the all-new 2023 Prius. I'm sorry. I just said Crown because I still hate that name. Not yeah, because, like, I don't I, like the name. I don't. Um, Toyota has just confirmed that the new nameplate, the Grand Highlander, will arrive on February 8th, 2023. It won't go on sale until 2024, but it's already sounded like a much more interesting car than the current Highlander. Not Edmund throwing at the Highlander. <laughs> I get it, though. Toyota is teasing the Grand Highlander for now, but we have a pretty good idea of what to expect. Toyota said the Grand Highlander will be, an all, will be all new, and while the name and exterior and exterior space will be unfamiliar, the underpinnings will likely be on the base current Highlander. So basically, it's like going to be on the same platform as the Highlander, but like mm-hmm. doesn't like they're going to have much in common. The Grand Highlander will be a better shot at the ultimate road trip vehicle, Toyota claims. Hopefully that claim also implies more cargo and legroom. Two key qualities we think the current Highlander is in short supply of. So true, Edmonds. Anyway. Here's what I think, Kel. This is going to be a hot, hot, hot car. And if we know anything about hot cars in auto shows, they are impossible to like get any time with. Um, Well, and if I know anything about Toyota is they'll never send it to me. But, however, there are other auto shows that it will be at. So I'm kind of thinking... Like New York in April like new york in april so i'm kind of thinking maybe we just do like a reaction because they're going to release the press and they're going to release the announcement and everything online we can just do like a reaction to the video and then we can go see it in april <sighs> literally like at these <laughs> the auto show was it was it wasn't the sequoia what was the one where you like literally asked them if you could get up on the spinning thing it was the sequoia oh was the sequoia they yeah. had it on like literally like you see like on tv shows where there's like a model and they're on a spinny thing and they're like showing off the car the sequoia was on it no one was touring it and kelly went up to, to the rep and was like can i go get up there <laughs> and you did and i did you have to be very aggressive at these auto shows yeah you it do. is like so cra- like it's crazy we're learning yeah. so much yeah 
it's oh gosh i just sometimes hate the interactions we have there we have the worst interactions like the guy's like you're in my shot and i'm like there's eight people in your shot you're you not the just, only one that gets to see the 2023 palisade dude you guys just have to understand like it's just like we are there's no one there like us like we're the only like young girl influencers there yeah it's just and like you don't get much respect no because it's like yes we're gonna do it like a cute like trending sound and dance but we're also going to bring hard but also did you bring a tape measure to measure the third row oh no you're just going to talk about the freaking wheels and how cool you think like they are. everyone else like oh did you climb in the third row no did you bring an american girl doll? did you lug car seats around no anyway anyway maybe you can go no well, maybe we'll see yeah i don't know that's if you'd exciting. like to go without me that's exciting no oh, i know it'd be kind of scary um no that is exciting that that is coming out though i honestly can i give it. a prediction yeah I don't think it's going to be that good. Why do you say that? I just feel like so Grand Highlander. I, I just don't think it's I not, not, not that I don't think it's going to be that good, but there's more problems with the Highlander than just the space. So like if you look at the Toyota Highlander and the things I like about a car, well, one, it doesn't have any sort of car seat tilt. It has a very compact bench seat. And the third row, they only have one tether anchor in where? In the middle seat? In the middle seat. Hmm. Well, so does the Sequoia. So it's not like, if I thought the Sequoia was like this car seat monster, I'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah. or not not even a car seat monster, like a multi-kid, like multi-kid right. machine. I'd be like, yes. But the Sequoia is not that. Right. So why would I think that the, the like, and the Highlander's yeah, not I that. I got you. So they're not going to make this one that. So like even if it's seriously it can be bigger but okay it it can be bigger but I still doubt it has any more car seat hardware than the pre, than the current Toyota. I still doubt it has any better third row access. Mm-hmm. I still it's still going to be incredibly expensive. The Highlander yeah. is an expensive car. Mm-hmm. It's exciting though that it's a hybrid. That's yeah. like what because That's big, yeah. Because if you look at like the larger cars, like the larger of the mid-size SUVs, you know, the Traverse, the Buick Enclave, the Atlas, those aren't hybrids. I don't know. It's really just the third row access. It's just the third row access is so hard when like they give you no options. Yeah. And when the bench seat isn't that good. Yeah. And I don't think I I also don't. I think it'll probably be my this is my prediction. I think it'll probably be like a Yukon Yukon XL. Like I bet it's just more trunk space. Yeah. I don't I, think I it's going to so. be. I don't think it's going to be like a wider bench seat for three across. Like I don't see that happening. Yeah. Well, so. Okay. Um, Just one more quick story. Okay. The next move for GM with its valued Corvette nameplate will be to launch a Corvette sub-brand. It will include a four-door coupe and a, and a sporty high-performance crossover to partner with the upcoming two-seater Corvette EV. The new Corvette lineup will be positioned as rivals to such a future trio as electric Mustangs. So this sounds like the SUV. Oh, it's Fug Lee. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That is oh, the ugliest no. car I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It looks like it's going to try to comp- compete with the um, Ford Mustang Mach-E, which uh, is what's interesting about the Mach-E is, did you know the Mach-E behind Tesla was the was the most sold EV? Yeah, it's like doing really like, well. People like, it's like kind of like, I'm like kind of here for it. I think it's great. Ford has a good lineup right now. Yeah. And you know what's also been really good for Ford? The Bronco name. Like, yeah, it's been great. Here's the thing, but like Bronco is like, it's kind of a cultural movement. Like, even if you don't have a, it's like 
it's like Wrangler kind of like needs to step it up a little bit because like you know we're like there's you can get Bronco merch at Abercrombie I just yeah. picked up I didn't even show you Elizabeth I just bought today I just picked up a Bronco Target Christmas sweatshirt with his Bronco on it yeah it's like it's own it's like it's own brand right now like Bronco's like and like I picked up I bought George and Hattie a Bronco I don't even care like I don't even like I'm like, not even like not a Bronco a stand Bronco for like yeah but I'm like, like oh a cute car graphic sweatshirt say less yeah it's but, always a Bronco because the Bronco is like vintagey cool so vibes. it's like w- like where's that same like energy for like the Wrangler or like yeah. the Forerunner like I don't know like so I don't know go forward go forward uh it's all our industry news we have yeah but we have a ditch the drive through that you need to say because I have to stop talking Kelly's convinced we've said this one before I am convinced we haven't so it's my district drive through so I'm yeah, going to say you win. So today's district drive through if you've never had it before, it is Gigi Hadid's spicy vodka pasta without the vodka. So, so good. Sort of like a DIY vodka sauce, which sounds intimidating, but it's actually very easy. And you can Google Gigi Hadid's spicy vodka, spicy uh, vodka pasta and a million results will come up. But see, it's hard to talk. I know it's hard to talk. So here's what you need. You need olive oil or a fourth cup of olive oil, one, sm- one small red onion, one clove of garlic, one half cup of tomato paste, one cup of heavy cream, salt and pepper to taste, one tablespoon of chili flakes, one tablespoon of basil, one tablespoon of cayenne pepper, cooked pasta, pasta water, a half cup of pasta water, one tablespoon of butter, and one cup of Parmesan cheese. So... What you're going to start with is you're going to start with uh, sauteing the olive oil, a small onion and garlic and just mix it all up. You're going to chop the onion up. And then once that kind of like starts to smell fragrant, you're going to add in the tomato paste and let that sort of cook a little bit. Add the heavy cream and then mix until it sort of creates that vodka sauce color, that like pinky orange color. Um, then you're going to add all those seasonings, the chili flakes, the basil, the cayenne pepper to the sauce, add the cooked pasta into the sauce, along with that half cup of pasta water, add one tablespoon of butter on top and mix. And once done, serve with the Parmesan. So fantastic. So good. So shockingly easy. So you can either take my recipe or literally just Google it. A million results will come up. And if Gigi Hadid, if it's good enough for Gigi Hadid, it's good enough for me. I'll have to try. So is it spicy? Well, the chi- the, p- the chili peppers or the the chili flakes. But you can decide how much you want to do. With yeah, that, you don't yeah. have to do that. Okay. You could make it not po- not spicy. I'm gonna make chili tonight. Okay, go off, queen. It doesn't sound great, but I'm also like, I need to chili while the chili is good. That's true, because it is fleeting. It is a good. It is good. It's just I've been in a little bit of a cooking rut lately. Yeah, but I didn't grocery shop for a while because I was like trying to cl- do like a pantry clean up for Thanksgiving. I just like I've been trying to get to Trader Joe's for like three weeks. We live so far from there's just I no know. Trader. There's just like not they're far from our house. And then when we do go up to like St. Louis, like then it's like I'm never which is like not my stomping grounds. We need one closer. The fact that Trader Joe's used to be my main grocery store in Dallas just like goes to show how good I had and I didn't even realize it. I know. And now it's Walmart. <sighs> now it's Walmart. I couldn't even have told you where Walmart was in Dallas. It's like three minutes from a Target, three minutes from two grocery stores, five minutes from a Trader Joe's. I know. The suburbs of St. Louis is dry. It's just like basic. Yeah. Like where it's just like it's not. I mean, the fact that I have a small town coffee shop that's in a Hallmark movie is like such a treat for me. I know. You're like really, really holding on to that. It's all I have. It really is. I'm just like waiting for like 
I'm like, you know, trying to think about like where this plot's going to go. And I'm just waiting to see like, maybe we're going to get like a big developer who's going to bring a Starbucks in. Which like, honestly, I can't say I'd find that hard. Yeah. But... Well, hopefully the French Toast fundraiser that's going on this weekend will save the coffee shop. Well, you know what? I, we just need to create these narratives in our mind to get us through. Um, but you know what's interesting? Huh? They have mobile ordering at this. I was like... Oh, that's amazing. There was all these like mobile orders. And I'm like, how do you do a mobile order? He's like, go to our website, order online. And he goes, and look, hit this button. and It'll make it an app on your home screen. And I'm like, who are you? Wow. Is this what... Are we in the middle? Are, this is the middle of Missouri. We don't have these kinds of technology. That's amazing. I know. I know well guys i think that's our episode should be so thank you guys so much for listening to the carpool podcast make sure you share this episode with a friend uh maybe not this one a episode perhaps Mm. last episode was good okay um make sure you leave us five stars and head on over to the carpool instagram where we're just like always posting like funny things all right talk to you next time thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with kelly and liz make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and if you enjoyed riding with us tell everybody you know There's room in the car for everyone.